Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. What's up, Killer? All right, Luca Nation. We've got a recap for you guys today. And yeah. Cage is going to bring straight heat right now. Yeah, he's going to bring – uh, Listen, we're recording this. Fire Andrew, Andrew wanted to uh, to be quick because you know the 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 game's about to start here. You know the uh, the the Heat Celtics game. I wanted to give a recap, and we're kind of just going to do straight through. But you know, something just happened in this Dallas game. They're going to get the two point conversion in Seattle. Um, Seattle was down by one, thirty one thirty, and uh, and uh, they they were within field goal range. I thought they were going to take it down, take the clock down, you name it, and uh, and just kick a field goal and win the game. And instead, scoring the touchdown, I was a little bit um, – I don't know. Ian, Ian just came to tell me it's a close game. I was going to say, that it, it, you know, this could be a mistake because you're giving Dallas a chance now. Although now that it's seven, you know, chances are, even if Dallas goes back to score the touchdown, the worst of the gap is overtime. But I didn't really – I mean, it was one of those things. Met, Metcalf caught it, you know, what do you want to do, take a knee at the one? You know, he's not going to think about that in the moment. But we'll see what happens as we go along to see whether or not the, they get burnt there, especially if they would have missed that two-point conversion. That would have been interesting. But, uh, yeah, let's run through it. Shut that door. Pain my ass. All right, so we were talking today about these games, right, and the 1 o'clock games. We, we, we didn't do so bad. Let's, you know, let's run through them, right? Texans and Steelers. Looks like the Texans were going to run out and, uh, and you know, run away with this. Deshaun Watson had a great start, but the Steelers hung around, man. You know, the Steelers are two wins against uh, bad teams. Houston had two losses against good ones, and obviously, the, you know, this was a, a pretty close matchup, but we, we, we took the Steelers minus five, and we wound up winning that one. We said play Connor for a touchdown. The guy had 109 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, from the fantasy perspective and from a betting perspective, this one was good. Um, you know, nothing crazy coming out of this game other than Will Fuller. Another great game, touchdown, you name it. You know, we were on him before the season started. So hopefully you're, uh, you know, you, you stocked up on some Will Fuller cards as well. Um, Rams at Bills, what a crazy game, man. Did you watch this game? What I did a not. crazy game. So it was another one of those, you know, like win probability. They're showing Dallas's win probability right now is 5%. At one point in time, I think the Bills were up 28-10, might even up 28-3. It was just a crazy thing. Same thing again with the Falcons. We'll get to it. But the Bills were up and the Rams actually came all the way behind from behind and uh and 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 took a lead in the game but josh allen with the help of the refs a little bit of a crazy penalty at the end there came up and won it was bills minus two and a half that covered and our big fantasy play also by the way we said with the bills d lets the cover gets the cover for these guys and that's exactly what happened right the bills defense played really well except for the collapse at the end there was an interesting interesting thing there um we, we we played fantasy cooper cup Guy led all receivers in the game. He had nine catches, 107 yards, and a touchdown. So hopefully, you know, you went with the Cooper Cup play. Um, I was really flying high, pick number three, Bengals at Eagles. And I said, somebody has to win it, right? That was my quote. Somebody has to win it, right? And I was wrong because they tied. I mean, you can't make this shit up. So, uh, you know, I said it could go either way. But, you know, because it was such a close matchup of two bad teams, let me take the touchdown. Um, so when it got overtime, it didn't make a difference because it didn't matter to me who won. Um, what we were saying was Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders had over 100 yards for the game. Um, that was your running back play. Um, obviously, I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to have seen. Um, you know, Joe Burrow get his first win. He didn't get his first win at all. Um, he got his first tie. Um, and that guy's taking some bad hits. You know, if the Bengals want him to last for the whole season, you're gonna want him to. Uh, you know, you're gonna want him to 
to you know stay a little more upright, maybe protect him a little bit more. I mean, he's taking some he took some shots. Some of them might have been the penalties that weren't called, but he took some shots. But that was uh, that was a win right there. My Raiders, man, you know this is the problem. You go with your you go with your heart sometimes instead of your brain. And I thought the Panthers were laying too. I thought the Patriots were laying too much. Turned out, you know, it, it got close in the end. But you know, this this game was never in doubt. I mean, this was the Patriots game. Um, Carr didn't look so good. The one smart thing that I told you guys was stay away from Waller. I said, you know, Belichick was going to scheme for him and don't start him. And the dude had two catches for nine yards. So hopefully you listened and you didn't start him in fantasy after his huge explosion to like lead all tight ends in scoring last week. You kind of knew that when you're playing against Belichick. I, I should have been smarter and know that Cage. we play against – go ahead. What's up? You watched that game. The Raiders yep. are your team. Yep. What, what is it that makes Belichick so special? You know what? He, he finds a way to take away a team's best option, right? So, you know, I would say for the Raiders on offense, that's Josh Jacobs. And he just found a way to keep him human. You know what I mean? The guy had like 70 yards rushing if he even lost a fumble. He finds a way to cover him out of the backfield. So that, that takes away that safety valve for Derek Carr. You know, he, he figures out a way to take away your one or two best options. And then somebody else has to make a play. And the Raiders, unfortunately, are just not deep enough to make those plays. They also made a lot of mistakes in the game. And when, you know, a lot of that's probably because of the defensive, you know, plan that they had. Uh, Derek Carr saw some stuff that he probably wasn't expecting to see. And, you know, they did, they did enough. They jump out. The Raiders don't look like a team that's, you know, ready to come from behind. Looks like they probably need to play from ahead in order to uh, do some stuff. But look, at 2-1, and one, I can't complain. If you told me come, coming into the season that after three weeks we'd be 2-1, and one, I'd be happy with that because I don't think the Raiders are that, that great of a team. Uh, but that was a loss there. Um, but let, the down, let down game because also they had a big win last week. Yeah. Patriots at home off a loss. They were just kind of a culmination of uh, scenarios. Lots, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff going on there. Oh. And, you know, I mean, look, the Patriots jumped out and, and it was never really in doubt. Um, Titans at Vikings. Uh, what a crazy game. What a crazy game. And we had Vikings plus one and a half, and that was a cover. So that was a good one, even though the Titans won. It's amazing how Vegas gets this, right? It was Vikings plus one and a half, and the Titans won by one. So pretty crazy, right? Um, you know, we said the Vikings had to win it, and obviously they didn't win, but they still covered with that, you know, that half a point. What we said on this one, though, was um, Adam Thielen was going to have a touchdown, and he did. And we also said play both of the running backs are going to have big days. Um, I said Henry was going to find the end zone for the first time this season. He had two touchdowns, 119 and two. Big game for him. I said start Dalvin Cook because he was going to find the end zone. Um, and he was going to have a big game. He had his career high. The guy had 181 yards and a touchdown. So if you listen to us on that game, you know, by a half point we won. But uh, the, fantasy, the fantasy numbers were, uh, were right. Um, Washington at Cleveland. We said, uh, you know, Cleveland minus six and a half, and they covered. We liked Baker. I said it was their defense that was going to do it. I think, you know, but ultimately what was going to happen here was Cleveland was going to be two and one. Baker was going to be two and one after this week. Haskins looked indecisive. Uh, that Browns defense is a lot better than people give him credit hmm. for. Um, what's his name? Garrett. Um, Miles Garrett. He's a Miles bad Garrett. man. I mean, he's he a bad signed, man. He just signed an extension, right? And he, he deserves every penny that he got. Uh, that guy is he, – he was very – he was all over the place today. I mean, he really – I, I feel bad for any quarterback that has to go up against him. Oh, you love athletic uh, defensive ends. Yeah. Like, athletic, yeah. lean ath- defensive ends are a problem. Yeah, and it also – look, I mean, it's a coach. It's the scheme. It's the team you're in, right? So, so um, you know, when, when Khalil Mack was on the Raiders, he was just a beast. I mean, he was crazy. I don't really hear him too much anymore. I don't see him making too many plays. I don't, I don't see him doing much for the Bears. It's, you know, it's an interesting thing, right? But uh, – you know, look, 
that guy Garrett, I just gotta say, he was he was everywhere today. I mean, there was a bunch of sacks. That, you know, that was a the Browns defense has to be a top five fantasy defense in in what they did this week has to be. They didn't give up a lot of points, and you know they just look good. Um, Bears and Falcons. I, you know, I was ready to, to. This was the seventh game I picked, and I was ready to, to pencil myself in for six and one because I had the Falcons minus three. I'm going to give myself a, a 50-50 on this one because I said the over 47 was coming in on this, and it clearly did. So I'm giving one win and one loss from a betting perspective on this one um, because the over did come in pretty pretty easy because the Bears came back. Um, you know, we gave a fantasy play on this one, two of them. Uh, one of them was play Allen Robinson, and he was our card play. I don't know if you'll be able to find his 2014 prison number 265 for $1.50 anymore after that game where he had 10 catches, 123, and a touchdown. We also said play Calvin Ridley, and he had five for 110 as well. So, um, you know, I would have liked to have seen the Falcons hang on and win this one for me. But, you know, unfortunately, these type of games happen, and it has to go down as a loss. Um, another horrible one. I mean, I'm in New York, so I guess, you know, I try to go with the New York football teams. What a mistake, and I will never make that mistake again. I mean, I took the Giants and the points against the Niners. Um, I did say Jared McKinnon would score, and he did. Uh, he had a touchdown, but that goes down as another loss. And uh, so we made nine picks on the eight games, and we were 6-3 and three in the 1 o'clock hour, which is not that bad. Not that bad, 6-3. and three. We didn't do as well in the 4 o'clock games. Um, the Panthers, the Chargers. Chargers had a chance to win this one at the end. I was surprised at how well um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater managed this team. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, Herbert. <laughs> he had a chance to, you know, to, to lead a, uh, a comeback drive at the end and fell slightly short. And, uh, you know, but he looked good. He, you know, he, looked, he looks legit. He looks like the real deal. Um, you know, we said start Austin Eckler because he was going to score because Carolina gives up a lot of, a lot of uh, points to opposing running backs. And he did. He scored. Austin Eckler had a good game. Um, I took a flyer on the uh, on the Jets, and what a mistake! And I have I'm gonna tell you I have a uh, it's with PWCC set, you know up for sale. I I bought a year and a half ago a Sam Darnold Prism Silver PSA 10. So like you know those cards there's, there's none of them right? There's a handful of those cards out there, and I bought it. And I said you know what I'm gonna sell it when the season starts. I would give them a couple of couple of weeks to have a good game. That was not the game that I was hoping for the week that my card is for sale. You know, you know, people are going to see him lose really badly. I think he had three picks in a game. You know, it's a shame, too, because he threw a pick six, and they were down 7 nothing in the first minute and a half. And then he came back, drove him down the field, threw the ball, you know, for a touchdown, tied the game up 6-6. Six, six, and uh, if this is a touchdown, this is the greatest play I've ever seen. No, he throws a pick. Dak Prescott, you know, he, he avoided a sack and threw it into the end zone, but he got, he got intercepted. I can't believe he didn't get sacked. Looks like Seattle's going to hang on and win this one, 38-31. Uh, Cage, yeah, how, how are the, the question really becomes, how are the Jets going to win one game? I don't know if they are. I think, I, I, you know, I'm amazed that Detroit won a game. Let's put Matthew Stafford into the, into the Hall of Fame. We'll get to that in a second. But the Jets are just horrible, right? We'll, we'll, they're just, it's miserable. I said give them the 10 points because the Colts are not going to run away. I mean, come on, I think Phillip Rivers had his 400th career touchdown pass. Um, there's no weapons for Darnold. We said that, and that really rang true. He was just terrible. Um, you know, if you're the Falcons today or the Jets, you know, the, the, the team has to look long and hard at the coaching situation and what you got going on in, in, those, in those organizations, especially with, the, you know, two straight weeks for the Falcons. The Jets just look like they have no answers for anything. It's really a shame, too. But uh, T.Y. Hilton had a good game as well. If you needed a cheap wide receiver, we said to, uh, to start him. Um, Cowboys and Seahawks, we just said 
go for the over on that one, 56. I said both teams are getting the 30s, and it looks like the final score is going to be 38-31. I said start Dak. You say Dak, really? I explained to you that uh, that Matt Ryan had 450 yards against him and Cam Newton had 397. The game just ended. Let's see how many let's see how many yards Dak had a pick at the end of the game there. And, you know, looks like the Cowboys are going to go to but, one well, and I two. Said, but, uh, well, I said Dak really Let's a few take weeks a look. Ago. But really who I was talking about was Dak, Russ Wilson, man. How underappreciated is that Dak's, guy? Man? Well, it's 14 touchdowns to start the season off in three games. That's pretty impressive. And, you know, he let a nice drive there. It didn't come back to bite them that they scored the touchdown and gave the ball back to Dak. But uh, if you're a fantasy so person. so in control he, of the game. He's so in control of the you game. Can't really, uh, you can't really go wrong with 472 yards and three touchdowns to Dak if you're, uh, you know, if you're somebody who's on there. Um, you know, we said start the wide receivers for Dallas. Lamb had a good game. Cooper had a good game. Wilson had a good game. Gallup had a good game. Um, you know, they all basically had good games. We said start both wide receivers for Seattle, Metcalf, and Lockett. They both went over 100. Lockett had three touchdowns, and Metcalf had one and should have had a second. What a bonehead, the Sean Jackson-like play he made. Anyway, he was about to cross into the end zone, and the defender came to punch the ball out of the end zone for a touchback. If you didn't see it, watch it. Um, you know, I think Metcalf's a beast. I think he's going to be a great receiver in the league. Um, that will be a good learning experience for him, and, and lucky for them, it didn't cost them the game because they wound up winning. Um, but ultimately, I got the over on that one. Um, the Bucks minus six. We said play Godwin. I even said play Mike Evans because he's going to have one of those fade touchdowns where they're inside the five mm-hmm. and Brady's going to look to throw him the ball because he's tall. He had two of those. He had two touchdowns inside the five. So that was a, that was a good play. And Godwin, your boy, came back and scored for them as well. Brady looked a lot better. Um, what do you think, bud? Did Brady look good? Uh, yeah. yeah. I still think he's cheating right oh, now. Oh, he still thinks he's a cheater. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I taught him about the tuck rule young. I also think even sure. though the Patriots don't even have Tom Brady, who's, a, who's still a cheater, uh-huh. I think they're still cheaters. Oh, because they beat the Raiders, so the Patriots are cheaters today, too. Anyway, no. the Bucks were an easy one. Detroit against Arizona. I had Arizona minus six on that one. It was Kyler. We talked about, you know, all kinds of fun stuff in that one. And, I mean, give Detroit credit. They, they You know, they, 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 they stayed in there. Their defense played well. Adrian Peterson must have found the fountain of youth. I mean, that guy – Talk about somebody ageless, right? I mean, Adrian Peterson is still putting up numbers. He's still putting up stats. He's still running the ball well. He's still running hard. Um, and that leads me to a question for you because that's the end of my picks in the, uh, in the 13 games. We had 14 picks. I went eight and six. The fantasy picks were really, really good. Uh, you know, guys we said to start, they all played well. Guys we said to sit, played poorly. Um, but – you know, eight and six, I'd like to do better than that, although any gambler would take that, I think. Um, and also, just a quick little note, because we got some comments on this. You know, I, I play some Thrive Fantasy app, but I'm at, um, you know, I'm not a huge better. And we want to make sure that you guys are, are being smart. Um, you know, we're doing this stuff, as Andrew likes to say, for educational purposes, right? We want to make sure that you guys know, um, you know, this is, I'm doing research. It's what I would, what I would do, what I would pick. Um, you know, what do they say? Bet with your head, not over it, right? So they say that for a reason, I guess, right? And, you know, um, let's talk about Kyla Murray because, you know, we have to bring the fantasy and the betting and the whole nine yards all full circle into Kyla Murray's cards. So are you, are you, you know, are you still high on Kyla Murray? I mean, you already told me that you thought that his cards were already a little bit inflated. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. You want to comment on it or no? We're in such an overreact culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it, it's hard to know. I, I don't know what, what you're basing it off of. Long term, I see a ton of potential in him. I agree. Short term, it depends on how the market views his stats. He's throwing a ton of picks. He's throwing a ton of touchdowns. The team has a lot of potential. He's going to make mistakes. He's a young quarterback. Yeah, uh, but for his card now, you, you, you here's see, because the we're in overreaction world, don't you think that people are going to overreact now to his bunch of picks? And I his, don't. Uh, I really? don't. Here's why. Because there's only a 1,000 of them out there. You got, you got to understand, like, it seems like there's a lot of um, Prism out there, but there's not. Uh, there's 12K of Zion Prism PSA 10s. There's a little bit over a thousand Kyler Murray's. So like right now I'm, I'm all over Facebook groups. You know, I love, I love doing that kind of uh, anecdotal evidence, seeing what's going on after the games, dude, no Kyler Murray's are available for sale. So it, Give it some I don't time. think so. Give it some time. We'll see. You're right about the population, all this stuff, right? And, and if the amount of people who are buying basketball, buy football, you'll realize that the, there's so much less supply of football. Um, well, I posted mine to sell. And three of the groups are like, yo, line it. I want to get in on it. So I, I don't think anyone wants to pay 1000 for it, but they would do uh, 90 spots at $10 each or 100 spots at $10 each. People are so excited about the card, uh, even after today's game. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens in the, uh, you know, the overreact culture. I'll tell you, um, I only own one Josh Allen Prism base PSA 10. Okay. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna sell it this week because uh, you know, I think I, I. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do much better. I mean, he's really good, but uh, you know, I mean, come on, that come from behind. You know, there were so many times where he made some mistakes in that game where I'm like, oh, he's gonna cost him the game, um, and that's gonna come back to bite him. Who knows? Plus, the Patriots look a lot better than I thought they looked in this division. They're not going to go away, those, the, the Patriots. Um, the way I would play NFL with quarterbacks is buy raw after the release, grade, and sell. Yeah. Long-term with quarterbacks, even Russ Wilson before the season. I mean, we must have talked about him on like seven different episodes. Yep. I think his cards are freakishly low for how good he is. And even him, I, like, it doesn't seem like the market respects him as a long-term investment that much. I think in football, and I could be wrong, national treasures and rookie patch autos are really the, the place where people invest in players long-term. Right. I think the, the prism bases are uh, more of a flip game. or kind I, of agree. Like a, <laughs> I agree, although I think it's changing a little bit now because people are coming in from basketball into football and they're yeah. looking for that type of thing. So I we'll think the big takeaway there is, uh -huh. is – the way the basketball world works is going to have some similarities, but also a lot of differences from how football works. Yep, and yep. if you don't know, it's okay to sit on the sidelines and watch. That's going to give you a competitive advantage because you're going to, you're going to be able to have context. You're going to understand that these are different markets. They operate differently. Uh, and I think that's really important. It's educate yourself and watch sometimes. And that's what I'm doing. You put that on for you. I love Russell Wilson, man. Russell Wilson jersey on for you. All right, so I'm going to let this one go. This way you can just post this for guys because we do want to give him a recap on the day, talk about what happened, talk about Kyle Murray, you know, give him a little card stuff. But I need something from you. Tell awesome. me what's going to happen in the NBA game. Okay, I appreciate you asking. I think the Celtics are going to send it to seven games. Well, And that pains me. That hurts me so much because I want the Heat to win so bad. Uh, but I, I said this since the beginning. I, I said this a few episodes ago, too. I think what's going to happen is um, 
the above average teams are going to beat up on each other, which is actually going to give LeBron the easy win in the finals. Uh, and it's been happening all the way through, you know, um, the, the Toronto Celtics series, for example, that was a, that was a brawl. And I think we're going to see the same thing here. I like and it. I think these teams are going to be very tired going into the finals. So, and that's great news for LeBron. I got a little kid over here who told me the Lakers are going to win in six. Remember, he predicted before the season, before this series both started, and they won in five. But he also predicted that he win in seven. So, we can go back and find that audio. So, if that happens, if you're right, that's what, that's what the kid predicted. Um, I'll tell you one last thing, Luca Nation out there. You know, root for Aaron Jones to punch one in tonight. For the, for the Packers, because I'm already in the money on one, uh, one of my Thrive Fantasy plays, touchdowns, and uh, I got him still going in the night game. So if he, uh, <laughs> if he happens to punch and run into the end zone, the, the amount of money goes up. So that'd be nice. Um, listen, we, we thank you guys for sticking with us on this one. We'll have another episode for you guys tomorrow. Um, we just want to give you a recap. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for, for watching some football, spending the day with us. Hopefully you guys did well with some of these picks. Love you, Luca Nation. And I want to actually address something. Should we talk? Because I love that little piece of feedback from uh, one of our fans of Luca Nation. You want to mm-hmm. touch on it real quick? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I thought I already did with the whole bet on bet with your head, not over kind of deal. The, the user's name is Collecting Gonig, uh, right? Collect in Gonig, G-O-N-I-G. I don't know. Um, Right. That was the uh, that's the person who, who made the comment and basically said, you know, I'd, I'd like to read it. Right. So I'm yeah. going to find it here. Um, yeah. He said, surprised to hear. Let's see. Where is his comment? It is for today's today is fun. So give me a second. This is this is this is what happens when we don't prepare, guys. Uh, it takes me a while to get on while I'm on the Zoom here. We'll get worry, this. Man. Yes, so here's his comment, right? So his comment was from previous day ago. You guys are starting to sound a little conflicted about giving picks. Andrew's giving a disclaimer with his now about it being educational. Please don't let Instagram shame you into no picks. I listen to a lot of hobby content and nobody does what you guys do. You're the CNBC fast money of hobby content and it's great. Also, I've listened for a couple months and haven't acted on a single pick, but it's very entertaining. Well, listen, that's that's the, the... First and foremost, what we're trying to be. We're trying to be entertaining for you, but we also, you know, the pick shouldn't, shouldn't be a joke. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do want to make sure that you know that I'm putting hours and hours of research into these picks, um, which is why, you know, so far in the two weeks that we've done them, I think um, 19 and 9 or something like that, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing, we're doing pretty good on them. And we'll bring them to you because, look, it's a lot of fun. It's fun to do. And, you know, it, it, I, I thank you for the, uh, you know, for the compliment and the CNBC fast money. Of the, I love that. It's a great comparison. Yep. We are trying to, you know, bring the sports cards into the mainstream. And, it, you know, they do dovetail with fantasy sports. They do dovetail with sports betting. It all kind of goes hand in hand, especially with, I mean, you call it the overreaction culture, but, you know, I consider the sports cards and daily fantasy, the, the, the closest thing to be able to buy a share of stock in the company, in these players, in these teams, in Kyler Murray, right? You know, it's the same kind of thing. So, you know, that fast money comparison, it's actually, uh, I mean, it's very complimentary because that's what we're trying to do. That's actually what, what our thought process is here in doing these type of, of uh, you know, podcast episodes. So we promise to continue bringing it. Don't worry about it. And uh, we love the feedback because obviously what it shows us is that you're listening and that you like it. 
So keep those comments coming and let us know if there's anything else you want us to do. So here's the thing, guys. I, I, I'm 30 now. I started wagering at a really, really young age, and, and I made a lot of mistakes, and I want to, I want to share those experiences with you. And, and one of the things I've learned, and this, I learned this the hard way, is I used to buy picks from, player, from people. I used to blindly tail, and I lost a lot of money that way. And that's not what I want you guys to do. I want to give you guys plays. Cage wants to give you guys plays, but we also want to give you the strategy and tools so that you can make your own plays. Uh, and that's why I'm a little bit hesitant with just giving you guys plays. That's why I have such a focus on, on education and not just, hey, these are the plays, follow us, tell us, and by the way, um, we're gonna go tout soon. I don't want that. That's not who we are, and I don't want that to be the perception. So I'm very careful with that. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I think, you know, I think that's the way to go. And we're doing it because it's part of the overall, you know, landscape of the sport, right? The, like we said, the cards, the picks, the daily fantasy, it all kind of goes together. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. And we're going to let you guys get to the night games. So, enjoy. Thanks. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.